The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome, 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 and thank you for joining us today on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Yes, I am your host live, Vincent Jenna. This is not Memorix. This is live. And welcome to Master Miracle Manifesting Week 3. And I am so excited about this week because we have a very special guest that that I I just can't wait to introduce to you. Um, I've had a wonderful opportunity of getting to know this spirit and person and um, just an incredible delight and pleasure and blessing. You know, you run into people. Actually, you're guided into people. Remember that. We manifest everything, including the people we meet in our lives. We attract them in some way. And uh, one of the things that I can say about my life is that when I meet certain people, it acknowledges and validates that I must be doing something right because I wind up meeting incredible people as this person. So, so we'll get to that momentarily and, and her. Um, but in the meantime, I just want to remind everybody that we are doing an exercise, and we've been doing that for the past couple of weeks in manifesting a miracle for yourself. I hope that you've had the chance to listen to the introduction and then week one and week two, because it, it gave an exercise. It gave the preliminaries to what we were doing here. And by week four, we are manifesting miracles, people, because that's what we're capable of doing. And why not? Why not do it in this way, in this form, so that you can see it and that you can experience it? Do it with me. Um, I've certainly have manifested incredible things in my life, as I just said, with people that I've met, but also experiences. Um, I actually was just down at our guest. Well, I might as well just reveal who it is. It's Reverend Temple Hayes is with us today. And I was just down at her um, first Unity campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. And let me tell you something. What an amazing experience. Um, You can always tell the the community is going to be great if the leadership is great. I've always said that. If we're walking our talk and we're going to be attracting all of that, we're going to be attracting the people who are in very similar light and in very similar uh, path and journey. And what a powerful place if you are ever in the St. Petersburg area. And even if you're not, it's worth going down there. Um, and we'll talk more about that. You can see online. So wonderful things um, have have been happening in my life and and getting involved. Uh, for those of you in the New York area in 2020, you can expect to see me at Kropalu, which is an incredible education center. Uh, I've been invited to to do a program there. Stop stopping yourself. I'm doing a full weekend program on that. 
and and even more exciting, um, and I'm sure Reverend Temple is going to share that as well, is we are going on a cruise. We are going on a spiritual journey. We keep talking about our journeys and our path, and sometimes we go on our journeys in a car, and sometimes we go on them walking, and sometimes we fly. Well, this time we're going to be zooming across the seas to the Caribbean on this incredible cruise the first week of January. It's really bringing new thought, ideas, and concepts together with the people who want to journey in that and understand that. So all those who are listening, you're absolutely invited, and and you would have an incredible experience with us all. We're going to have some wonderful speakers. Uh, We'll be doing talks, but it really is going to be about the journey, the excitement, the fun, the joy and the sharing of all of that. And so whoever is going to be there, certainly you can share in my time and the time of the others that are speaking. Uh, We'll be offering talks. I know I'll be offering readings as well as a lot of fun and plenty of jokes. Lots of jokes. I'm, I'm, you know, this Italian guy from New York, so I have a lot of funny things to say. And if I don't intentionally make you laugh, I will definitely unintentionally make you laugh. My, my wife has been laughing for the past 46 years, and I don't think it was all on purpose. Um, anyway, uh, please look on our website. My website is vincentjenna.com, and you can go there and see all the information about the cruise in January. And, and if you wind up signing Signing up now for that, um, you wind up getting a hundred dollar discount by the if you if you uh, all you have to do is put down a deposit before the end of April, and it's a total refundable deposit. So even if you're thinking about it, or if you're on the edge, go do it. Put the deposit down, save a hundred dollars, and you can always get that back if you change your mind. But you're not going to change your mind because you're manifesting miracles. So why not manifest a cruise? And let me tell you something about the word miracle. Okay, miracle seems to be a situation, an occurrence that seems beyond the norm or that was something special that occurred. And we like the word miracle when somebody is healed. Oh, my gosh, it's a miracle when you create something you want. Holy cow, that was a miracle Um, or or oh, wow, I just missed getting hit by that car. That was a miracle. See, you know, we talk about the word miracle, but you know what? Life is a miracle. Living is a miracle. You're listening right now to a show. That's a miracle. There is nothing on this earth that isn't a miracle. There is nothing in the heavens and the dimensions that isn't a miracle. We are miracles. We were created by a miracle force, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. We are the living miracle of that. So therefore, everything we do, we say, we touch is part of a miracle. And so I, I, I put that word in because I want to remind everybody of it, but I don't want you thinking of it as something that is so special it's impossible to happen. And that's something uh, godlike. Everything is godlike, right? So everything that happens is godlike. But there's nothing holy that has to happen or, or special other than what you put into it and your belief. And that's what this whole manifesting has been about and this course has been about for the past three weeks right it's been about learning what you need to believe and and so that leads me right now into i have to introduce i have to introduce this spirit, this spirit. okay 
So Reverend so Temple, Temple Hayes, Hayes is, is a difference maker. And, and, and let me tell you something that is a very profound statement right there because she is making difference in, in life and in people's lives in the world today. And she's going to talk more about that. She's a spiritual leader and author and international motivational speaker. And Reverend Dr. Hayes is an ordained, ordained Center for Spiritual Living minister and an ordained Unity minister. Both putting that all together, unbelievable. She's currently the CEO of First Unity Spiritual Campus, which is a new thought center in St. Petersburg, Florida. And it transcends all religious denominations. It embraces all ethnicity and reaches beyond natural borders. So it gives me such delight and pleasure to share with you this special spirit. Thank you for taking the time out and welcome, welcome Reverend Temple. Thank you for being here. Oh, it's it's truly my pleasure. I've been really looking forward to the show and um, I I love your voice. You're a, you're a a Nate natural born radio host. I just, I just love your voice and I, I love being part of this show. I believe in it immensely, and I just adore Diane Ray and uh, Jeff Comfort and all the great things that people are doing to put this show on a new level, and, and you are certainly included in that. So we called you in uh, so <laughs> that you bring your dynamic and energetic self on these airwaves. It's just really a blessing, and it, it's always my honor to to be part of a, a movement that helps people move and transform and um, and own uh, who they are within the core of their magnificent being. Absolutely. And you yourself have your own Unity Radio show, which is on in two hours. So people, you can go grab lunch. Actually, you need to listen to Dr. Dream in between. So put that on, grab lunch, and then come back and hear Reverend Temple. And your show is The Intentional Spirit, right? Oh, yes. I was um, wondering how long I've been with uh, Unity um, Radio. I, I would imagine... Uh, close to nine years now, a while, a while. And I, I just love it. And I love the, uh, you know how I feel. It's my, my knowing that, um, that unity and new thought are a household name in the world. And I continue to hold that and seek avenues in which that can be, you know, more possible. Well, now I want to get to that. All right. Before we talk about all the things you have manifested in your life, I really want the listeners to hear how you came to that. Now, everybody, every time I do an interview, Temple, people are always asking me, oh, so when did you find out that you're a psychic medium and a spiritual teacher? How did it happen to you? You know, they're all interested in that. So let's go there. Let's go there. Let's share with them. How did this start with you? I mean, did, one day, did you walk in your bedroom and see an angel on your bed and it, and it transformed you? Or how did it work for you? Um, I... Um, I'm, I'm an old soul and, you know, there's books written about old souls that you, you have a different way. You have an intensity, you have an indigo kind of crystal presence when you are in your childhood. And, um, the beauty of places like unity and Montessori and, uh, creative play schools that people create that are innate, that are not living in a, an ongoing paradigm box called, a much needed change for education. Um, when children show up, then people recognize them. 
that was not my experience. I was in a deep-rooted Southern Baptist uh, community culture that uh, lived life without asking the questions, why do we do what we do, et cetera. And at five years old, I had the calling, and I knew, and I had direct conversations with God in nature, which we all do. We all start out carrying that on from wherever we have come from. And so people go, you're so fortunate. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, good for you. And I went, boy, yeah, if my parents had said, well, you talk different and you say different things and, you know, you're kind of weird, but let's get you in the mystery school. (laughs) So it it kind of stopped with, we have no idea what you're talking about and you're kind of weird. And that kind of stayed there. And, and so there was this within me of realizing that I was very different Uh, longing to belong when I was uh, little and different spiritually, different sexually, just uh, the whole overview. So the short of it is that a series of events happened that brought me into a unity community. I was uh, 19. I sat there and as I heard the languaging and as I heard the energy, I wept and would go on to do that, you know, many weeks to come as so many people do. And that became my um, my validation. That would be my first uh, validation of um, I am different and this is why and this is how. And so I have directly, indirectly been uh, part of either working on me, hopefully, um, which is so important for all of us, through the theology that we have, the philosophy that we have, and then dedicating my life to all the other five-year-olds, all the other six-year-olds, all the other 19-year-olds, all the other African-American, gay, transsexual, different, uh, heterosexual, all the people that are different, the great big melting pot of our world, of wanting them to know what we teach. Um, I have great passion about it. I'm, I, I'm convinced uh, without question of how when you look at uh, various news or you read different titles of what has happened, uh, you never read in a paragraph, they belong to unity, they belong to science of mind, they were part of that kind of movement. We 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 love animals, we love nature, we love people. Um, we uh, share a great message about consequential living, of uh, you are what you think and what you live. So, um, I don't want to take up your entire show talking about that, but that's me. It's so much more than, uh, you know, that it's about, you know, what I, what I feel it's about that person that I'm always mindful of or that pet that I'm always mindful of and, or that, uh, country that, uh, children are starving for absolutely no reason because of the inability to use common sense in our own distribution. Our message is essential And if there is a time that our message is going to happen and at the level that I'm wanting it to happen, the first five, the next five years, I think are crucial. I think they are essential to all of us because now's our time. Now's our time. Oh, I totally uh, agree with you. We've got to grab it. We want to grab it now. We want to manifest it now. And so um, I know, like you, I'm willing to do my part um, in, in making sure that globally that we're able to reach uh, the unreachable and those that are longing to be reached. I hope that's in a book, everything you just said, 
because that's a number one bestseller right there because it's going to touch so many people's souls what you were just talking about and but I want to back up a moment because you just you put me in shock okay five years old five year olds have a great imagination they're making up things all the time how did you trust what you were receiving? And then at 19 years old, and being a woman, it doesn't matter, your body is still going through all those hormonal changes at 19, developmentally and mentally, your mind is going through different levels. I mean, that was my psychology background. I understand all of that. How were you so accepting of that? How did it not throw you off balance? It, yes, you said that it, it, it just... Uh, resonated with you, but why did you trust it? It was bigger than me, you know, and, um, and, and, and the beauty for me is I, I still have a witness in my, in my mother, um, uh, because she will tell, you know, people that sit with her, how, um, when I was uh, little, I would, <laughs> you know, I would come in with all these deep things about what I had just heard or uh, as I was out, you know, uh, out in nature or climbing a tree or on the softball field, I, w I would tell her like these things that had happened and she would go, you know, I, I just really don't know what to tell you, you know, and I would cry. So it, it wasn't like, oh, you know, I, I feel this and this is so lovely. Um, it was as much joy as it carried. It also carried um, confusion and um, a feeling of separation. Um, but just innately knowing things, you know, I just, I just knew, I just knew certain things like, uh, the kids around me, you know, the, as they were growing up, they would go, I'm going to tell the teacher, I got to go to, you know, the medic because I'm sick and they were lying and I would go, you're not supposed to do that. Uh, that doesn't work like that. Or, or please don't say your grandmother is sick. And they would look when she's not, you know, oh, please. And it just, it was just innate. Or when I started playing softball at 10, uh, going into 11, I innately knew prior to um, Shakti Guan that wrote the book, um, The Creative Visualization, you know, I was way into knowing that if I walk that field, it become smaller. There were just things that I just knew and I, I didn't know how I knew, but I just, I was willing to explore them. And I think that's the key is that, um, sometimes trust comes through the experiential aspect of life. And so I was just willing, you know, when, when, um, mom and dad said, cause we lived out on, uh, in the country and, you know, I said, I really want a dog. Most kids want an animal when they are little and they went absolutely not. And they gave me the speech, you know, the parent speech of it's going to fall on us. We have to take care of it. And so I went into my room, I felt it and I felt what it would be like to have a dog. And I just held that energy and I put it in my order. And, uh, two or three weeks later, this beautiful dog uh, wound up on my back porch and I walk in and go, look what God gave me. Look, you know, look, God oh. gave me this. <laughs> and then, you know, that's very challenging for people to argue. <laughs> oh yeah, really? I would imagine so. That's amazing to be able to manifest. I'm trying to help people manifest and myself manifest like that now in my life. And there you were doing it naturally. And, and so where did that path take you then from the beginning? I know, you know, you've done so much and it would take forever for you to list everything that you've done. But tell me, how did you get from there 
to here? What was the process and the steps you took? Well, we'll do the we'll do the psychological shortcut first in that um, it was quite a journey of not feeling uh, that I fit in uh, spiritually, sexually. And then I went through the throes of numbing and not feeling. And so I went through uh, the alcoholic journey for about 15 straight years and I became sober at 29. So I've been sober more than half of my life. And, and that being said, so, but no matter what, no matter what was going on, no matter the going to jail twice and the things that I experienced, the core of me uh, always knew, you know, knew that there was something um, very unique about me. And by that, I'm not talking about Temple Hayes. I'm talking about the message that we roll out seven days a week. That there is something unique with each and every one of us. And I was not willing to totally abandon that. And I just learned early on that I would feel something First, you know, often we go put it on a list, you know, think it, put ink on it, you know, ink it, think it, put it down. And often people even skip the part about feeling it. And what are your feelings? You know, you can say all day long, you're a multimillionaire, but do you feel that? Does it make you uncomfortable? Because often the universe probably won't deliver to your front door something that the universe essence is that it's going to make you uncomfortable. But for me, it's always been feeling. I feel it. I feel it. I, I call it in and I, I can I can resonate with it and I can feel it very strongly. Like in those years, I felt like one day I would be a unity minister. Now, I didn't know the the path and the different directions that I would go that I wake up one day and I'm there. And when you started the show, you talked about the idea of miracle. And, you know, miracle is um when we wake up one day and we're there and we don't recall all the necessary steps it took to get us there. I read that somewhere one time and it's so true. So I felt like, Oh, this is what I'm going to be about, but not necessarily understanding it. And so for me, you know, it's going to my mom and saying, I must get on with whatever I'm supposed to be because I'm, I'm dying here. I'm energetically dying in this small town where they don't even know what acupuncture is or, or they can't spell metaphysician. I got to get out of here. And, um, I felt it. What would that be like? And, uh, within two months I got a call to move to Florida and about this amazing place called the Centers for Spiritual Living and to to go on then and ministerial school and those kind of things. But that to me is such a, a key that we intuit and we all have this psychic knowing. And so when you put those two together and you put the feeling in there, it's like you're already bringing it in. I think often, uh, Vincent, that um, when people look at prayer or they look at uh, wanting something in their life or desire, uh, they actually um, they actually have this feeling like um, it's something that they handcrafted all on their own. The download comes from something greater than ourselves. I mean, that's where it comes from. That's the download. And it's like as simplistic as one day I'm feeling, I, I there's something I want to add to my ministry that would bring me more balance. Oh, I think I want a boat, a boat. I want a boat. I don't really know. Do I want a boat? 
And so I go, yeah, I, I feel it would be very helpful to me at this particular time. So I'm walking down the hall a month later. A guy walks up to me and says, Reverend Temple, do you know anybody that wants a boat? <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> I mean, the guy gave me, you know, a, like a, a a beautiful boat that I that I had for many, 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 many years, um, with only the exchange of love involved. And he wanted to hear about the stories of what would happen when I would write my messages on the boat. And then I went on to give it to somebody that's very special to me. I mean, it was a it was in great condition, worth a lot of money. And he said, "Here it is." Um, this is the way our, you know, this isn't unique to me. This is, uh, we ask ourselves, why am I, why is it not happening with me? What is that part within me that isn't allowing it to happen? And it's, uh, on the, it's every week, it's all the time. And mm. so it, it's just a, a natural part of our, our lives. Uh, I feel that part of it is we have a belief system that wants to make it supernatural when it's just as common as eating, uh, I was going to say bread, but that has carbs. So it's as common I know, as right eating, uh, eating. I don't care eat that anymore, <laughs> too. And peanut butter. <laughs> yes. I, I want to hold your thoughts right there because we're coming up to a commercial. We're going to continue this on the other side. Um, I'm going to be asking you for an actual, if you can put together quickly, your steps on manifesting just for them. You know, when we manifest, you and I and people who've been involved in this, we, we, we're into it already so it comes a little bit more natural for us i want to make believe that the listeners have no idea what the steps are to manifesting and you put that together for us but we're also going to talk about your books and the things you've manifested in this life the the global peace workers and your institute and all those amazing things so when we come back let's talk more about that okay and please callers if you have any questions for or temple on your manifesting or anything else that you feel temple can help you with please give us a call 816-251-3555 and we'll see you in just a couple of minutes thank you for joining us this is the stop stopping yourself show with vince and jenna and special guest reverend temple hayes thank you for listening You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. 
You remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you to be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. This is Biotech. The year is 2149, and the world has become a very dark place. People have augmented their bodies with technology to the point they are no longer human. Yet one brilliant and determined scientist wants to bring the human spirit back to this bleak planet and begins to develop 12 divine attributes that were born in her. Check out the Biotech comic book series from Unity Books, available at biotechcomic.com. Did you know you can reach Unity's 24-7 prayer ministry online? You don't even have to give your name to know the prayers have begun for you or those you love. Someone has been praying around the clock at Silent Unity since 1890, and every request is taken into prayer for 30 days. Why not let us pray with you, too? To submit your prayer request to Silent Unity online, go to unity.org and click on prayer, or call 816-969-2000. Take a trip with Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central and tune in to World Spirituality. A lifelong student and practitioner of many world spiritual teachings, Paul guides you to the unity and common values shared by all world religions. We really are all connected. Take a journey with Paul and explore our planet's spiritual landscape with insight, humor, and practical advice for all. Join the show with your question or comment right here on Unity Online Radio. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes. Thank you for joining us again. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I am Vincent Jenner, your host, and we have special guest Reverend Temple Hayes with us today talking about manifesting, talking about um, hearing who you are and waking up, waking up all the things about you, which is which is great. That leads me actually to one of your books that I absolutely adore the title of, When Did You Die?, Eight steps to stop dying every day and start waking up. I I, I love it. How did you come by that title and that book? Uh, Through meditation and through my own uh, life experience, because uh, by the time I was, uh, you know, entering into my 20s, I had I had carried such energy of either death from um, loved ones or, um, you know, we all have this capacity. First of all, I guess the arrival place is that when we die, we ought to have as much, if not more energy than when we were born. And yet we are bombarded in a culture that says, um, 
you know, well, you expect that because you're 40 or, or wow, you've had some disappointments. No wonder you're tired. And we just feed all of that. And commercialization feeds that too, because boy, that sells a whole lot of products. But the, the key overall was that through my own life and things that had occurred in my own life experience of being transformed, because I met someone in my late twenties that was able to facilitate certain processes within me that brought my energetic presence back into true light because I had uh, had times of being weary of wondering when is this going to happen and um, how are things going to unfold and and then of course you know the years that I just told you of being um, I, I mean I would have my friends would say you're you're like I don't think we used the word enlightened then. That wasn't like a common, you know, but they would say, you're like the smartest person I, I think I've ever met as far as in touch with spirit, but you're a mess when it comes to your drinking. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, uh, this kind of process, when did you die? It's like, wh when do we die? It's like, it can be just in its subtle form of people being in marriages and relationships, they're not happy. Well, there's dying going on. Um, people being in jobs they don't want to be in. Well, there's dying going on. People not saying what they really want to say, not being real, not being truthful. Well, there's dying going on. So, you you know, you get the point and our listeners are getting the point that it's when we are not being our th authentic selves. So I give processes in the book about uh, how to wake up to a different reality, how to do experiential things that will help get you there. Um, they told me uh, with publishers that, you know, the, the book being the title, it wasn't going to do very well because people uh, want to avoid dying at any cost. But I knew that, uh, spiritually speaking, that needed to be the title. And so there you go. Oh, I, I love it. I know um, my book, well, the original title of my book was God, It's Not Working, um, and they were saying the same thing to me. Don't ever title your book with a negative title. People don't like that. And I'm like, that, I'm, that's not my title. Everybody, It's everybody else's title. Everybody else is saying, God, it's not working. Not me. That's the reason why I'm putting that title on it. I'm going to be right. talking about that in a book. <laughs> you know? That's so, right. Absolutely. Yes, and you got to follow that. And so you, you, said, you said something that I think is really important for the listeners to hear and understand. You said you were drinking, but at the same time had a spiritual understanding and was already on that spiritual journey. How did that balance out for you? That, that must have been such an awkward feeling and emotional state of being to have both. People think that when you're on your spiritual journey, you're perfect. You're perfect. You're you're when you walk, you talk. That means you're perfect and you don't need to correct anything and nothing is weak within you. How did that happen for you to have both at the same time? Oh, I was just thinking they haven't met some of the world renowned psychics that take a break and go smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know, you're you're not one of those and I'm I'm not one of those either. Um but there's there's something that is lying dormant within each and every one of us and that there is this uh, sole purpose for all of us. And so um, just because we may alter, uh, just because um, Aborigines people may use plant medicine, um, which I, I don't do or wouldn't do anything of uh, any kind of altered state now, 
but it doesn't mean that they're still not tuned in and tapped in. Look at our Native American culture, for example. Look at the things they could manifest and do while at the same time they they did. And that's a key thing within their own wounded culture is uh, uh, so much of them have issues with drinking. And that's uh-huh. kind of known publicly. Um, so when people feel they have a hole of uh, non-fulfillment in one way or another, uh, then it's not unusual that they then go to alternative measures to not feel so much, to be kind of numb, to even have an excuse of, and it can also be the saboteur. Uh, It can be the saboteur that knows that there's a great calling and uh, is afraid of it. And, and that was part of, uh, I think mine was all the things I just mentioned. I, I remember one time, uh, you'll love this story. Um, one time um, I, I worked for a corporation and I saw a man and he was uh, several feet from me and his arm, he had uh, had an accident and it was bleeding a lot. And I walked over and I put my, I didn't know him. I put my hand on his arm and I stopped the bleeding just like that. Bam. And it freaked him out. Uh, and I, I, I was like, oh, gosh, uh, you know, what have I done? <laughs> you know, I'm out of the closet now. Oh, no. Uh, what have I done? And I didn't want to draw attention to myself because, see, I didn't want people to know that I um, that I was gay. I didn't want people to know. And so I had all these things going on um, that at the time, because, I, you know, I didn't want to draw attention to me and be put in the limelight. But le- yet I knew at the same time I was called to be in the light. That's been my what I know. And so anyway, fast forward, I would be in Brazil forever later in my fifties uh, and I was in a retreat. I heard noise over the window at the same time. I'm having the dream and the feeling of how healing is such a part of my life. I go over, I look, I'm on the second floor. I look over the window and a man is walking up under the window, holding his arm up, pointing to it and he's bleeding. Now, Hey, you can't make this stuff up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You know, and and wow. so it's it's like in in our lifetime of of past, future, and present time, there really is no time. It's all one time. Absolutely, I totally agree. But but that that you're taking the steps and you're listening to that which is inspiring you. Um, Albert Einstein said, "Tell me what God is thinking. The details I don't need to know." And he felt exactly the way you feel that if you're already getting an inspiration, it's not that you're creating it. It's because it's being delivered to you already that which is happening or happened or is about to happen. And so you become inspired by it and you don't even have to know how it's going to turn out or what it's going to look like. You just have to accept it. And that's what I keep hearing from you is you accepted all of this and kept stepping forward, even if it made you uncomfortable, which is amazing. And then you manifested and you kept manifesting. So one of the things you manifest is that you became the founder of the global, global peace workers. So, so what is that? Talk about that. Um, well, years ago, um, uh, Vincent, you know, uh, there was the spiritual component and there was the other aspect of, uh, spiritually motivated social activism 
And so I became involved with the Association of Global New Thought and other places to play that did more than just feature the quality principles that we talk about every Sunday or online or on radio. And I wanted to get further and deeper involved with that component because I am a world child, not just a local child. And so I um, created a, a 501c3 and it wasn't like, um, again, it wasn't like I thought I really need to do something else. It was more I just started having a feeling that I was being called in that direction. And so I started, um, I just kind of observed what was coming around me. And so I would be in a foreign country and there were so many issues with some of the animals there. And the next thing I know, I'm sending a guy there uh, to pick up nine animals and bring them here to America. Um, or uh, to start a an adoption uh, ministry here within the walls of the the many people that come through here uh, weekly. Uh, so it it just kind of took off on its own and aligning with other organizations and being a collaborator and a promoter of existing organizations that play a part in some subtle or profound way making this a peaceful world. So that is, you know, part of, of that. Um, I um, really just, uh, that's why I don't uh, use the name um, uh, or the title senior minister. It's somewhat patriarchal, which that's okay. But um, I like uh, spiritual leader better because I really think it's essential to lead by spirit. I don't really make decisions necessarily about what's going to get people to come. I make decisions more about what is going to allow to the wholeness of, um, of what's being called in currently. And so uh, that's exactly why the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning International has been birthed is because it wasn't an overnight decision. I think sometimes when people manifest, people think you, you know, you just ran out of things to do and you just dreamed up something, you know, creative, or you met with a branding and marketing team and you made it happen. It's really not like that, at least with me, is that I've been feeling for a long time that we needed other alternatives and how to license and credential people and have new thought leaders all over the world um, and how to make that uh, much more empowering and measurable and possible for people that long to be part of making a difference and being difference makers. So it was a a, a process over listening uh, over the last few years of what the needs are and then making a decision to be part of uh, filling that particular need. See, you you say it as if it it just okay i want to fill a need and now there you go but there were things that actually happened because you want to fill that need like all of a sudden and we talked about some of them and you shared them with us um with me my wife and i and and about getting a a a dean of students about getting an administrator about getting students all of a sudden that's the part that i want you to fill in i would just like as soon as you had your idea bang things started happening share that please well when you it, it's about i think what you uh teach so profoundly it's it's about you being a person being in agreement and and in a place of allowing 
um, because you can you can block things just as quite quickly as you can allow them to come in. And and so many people uh, do in my own experience in years as a, you know, a life empowerment coach or whatever counselor is that a lot of times people get a feeling. I, I get a feeling about this. And often one of the first places they go is, um, I don't have the money. Uh, that's not in our budget. I, I don't know how we're, you know, and it shuts it down. It, it shuts the feeling down. And the, and the feeling is to be, I, I feel I'm aware that there are these questions that keep coming to me and people are asking questions and I'm seeing the struggle that people are having and I'm seeing people's worth being questioned because they just really want to go out and teach this stuff. If we really want the world to know about our teaching and we have seven and a half billion people and collectively new thought is five million people, boy, we've got some work to do. We've got to do uh -huh. something that's radically different, don't we? If we ever want to achieve this in our lifetime. So uh, in the feeling part, then I am in agreement I'm going uh, in agreement and harmony with the universe going, I agree. There definitely is a space where this can happen and I'm willing. So then I allow, I'm willing to participate in this at whatever level. And so therefore then I observe. Okay. I agree. I allow, I observe. And through my observation, I pay attention to what comes in my door what conversations are on the phone, what spaces happen. And within a couple of months of making that agreement and allowing, then I already have a dean of education, um, department of administration, all doctorates, all people that have worked at the college level for 30 years, already have the admissions process, bam, bam, bam. Because a miracle is what happens when you wake up one day and you're there and you don't recall the necessary steps to, to, to get you there. When it is in harmony with agreeing and allowing and observing, when it is in harmony, it has more of an easy button. And when there's blocks, there's reasons to look at it, either within of what needs to shift how am I resisting or to look at how is this shape shifting the path? So it's. That's exactly the reason for my show. The stop stopping yourself show. Exactly. The whole title is stop stopping yourself and become unstoppable because we do get in our way and, and we do have to be aware. So I agree. Go back to, I agree. I agree means, and if, if I hear what you're saying is you get an inspiration that, you know, that the inspiration is being fed to you. So you're going to agree with the inspiration to go with that inspiration. Is that what you mean by I agree? Yes. Okay. All right. And then I allow in knowing, in knowing that um, if it's there, if you have the inspiration, it already exists. Now you just have to allow it to manifest itself into your physical existence. So you're going to let it happen rather than make it happen. How does that sound? It's perfectly spot on. Absolutely. Okay. And then you're going to observe how it is coming in. Uh, that that makes all the sense in the world, and I love that. And you just gave a week three's exercise for people, and we're going to review it just before we do uh, close the show. 
Um, but now I, I want to remind people, please, before we lose time here, you need to listen to Reverend Temple Hayes more. You can go to her um, First Unity Church Center, sorry, at firstunity.org. Firstunity.org, and you have all of your services on there in video form so people can listen to them. And by the way, I was there April 7th, which was uh, two Sundays ago, and it was inc- you want to hear that service, all right? You were absolutely magnificent. I love it. And every single one of your services can be a book, um, but people need to go. And your website where people can learn more about you, Temple, is templehaze.com. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, that's correct. And they can access through there the radio. Uh, my radio show is on there. Uh, also, uh, Spirit at Sea Travel. And that's going to be wow. um, tremendously exciting, is that uh, you and I leave out of Fort Lauderdale, along with other uh, New Thought leaders and teachers, uh, we leave out of Fort Lauderdale on January the 5th through the 12th, uh, 2020. We're going to one of the most beautiful uh, beaches in the world, Turks Caicos, um, along with other stops. Uh, as you said, we'll be doing various programs, but people can go to spiritatseatravel.com. As you may know, we just took a group of people from Unity Worldwide Headquarters. Uh, we had 180 people go. So um, we're always doing the um the spirit at sea travel experiences because they're they're so powerful and they get people out of their common day-to-day environment to be open to a new space to create that by the time they arrive back home, they don't put those same patterns, uh, beliefs, those kind of things back into their luggage unless they want to. So um, I love the Spirit at Sea concept. It's been very fulfilling, and I've felt very um, honored to be part of it for so many years, and I'm so excited to be sharing it this year with, um, with 2020 with you and Eileen. Oh, thank you. I feel so blessed and honored that you invited me. So so we're going to have a great time there. Uh, But before we go, I want to toot your horn for you um, in talking about manifesting and these miracles that sometimes happen when you even least expect them. When you're on this journey of manifesting, I need everybody to listen to this, okay, and hear this, all right? Everything that comes into your life, you don't have to make come into your life. You just get on the path, you start practicing manifesting for what you do want, and then allow the rest of your life to unfold, and the most joyous, beautiful things come in, whether it be people, like I said before. This is just random that I wound up meeting you, Temple, and and, and such a joy to me, but What has happened to you recently without even trying for it, without even applying for it, is please tell us about the honorable honorable doctoral degree you just received. Yeah, that was a a, a divine blessing. Um, As I had stated earlier, I was... um, an ordained unity, an ordained sign to mind minister prior um, to unity. And uh, they're both in my heart, you know, uh, very deeply. And mine became a geographical decision that I fell in love with St. Petersburg and didn't want to leave. So I didn't candidate for other communities. I remained here. 
and then I was asked to fill in. I felt like it again. I had a feeling in 2003, and I I would say what I've uh, come here to be will manifest in 2003, and I would feel it. And I was in agreement with it. I allowed it, and I started observing. And I was asked to be a guest speaker here at First Unity, and I filled in as a guest, and I've been here, you know, ever since. So, but all of that is that I I never forgot that uh, my cousins, my brothers and sisters, my teaching of uh, Ernest Holmes was so in my my beingness. And I've been an advocate for uh, people realizing in unity and signs of mind that we are no different, that leadership is what makes the communities different. And, and, and people that go to other communities agree with that wholeheartedly. It's not the teaching that's so different. It's how people present it that makes it different. And so that being said, I've just always had such a strong passion for that and found ways and doors and avenues to speak about that. And so all of that said, it was, it was just a tremendous honor to be uh-huh. recognized this way as a, uh, a a practicing active unity minister in a first unity spiritual campus place to be honored by the uh, Science of Mind, the Centers for Spiritual Living organization. It certainly filled me up and blessed me. But in addition to that, it made me thrilled about in the collective, we are changing. Look at us. We're getting it. You know, you can't hardly tell people we're one in the world if you don't believe our two organizations walk hand in hand. That's too far of a stretch, right? So uh, thank you for that. It's just, it's been a, it's 2019 is a, it's been a huge manifestation year. It started, I, I think, deeper for a lot of us at 11, 11, 11 of uh, 2018. Those were all 11s and we put clear what some of our goals were. Um, I, I feel honored to be part of um, the the movement with uh, Michelle Pascal. That's been life changing. We're going to be at Carnegie Hall this year in December with Deepak Chopra, Micah Beckwith. Things are really um, shifting, and um, and and we love that, and and we celebrate that. Uh, not so we can say necessarily look at me, but so we can say look at us, look at look at where we're going, look at what is happening. So. I, I love that you had me on your show today. And, oh, uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. We have just a couple of minutes left, and I just wanted to give out um, this week's exercise to everybody. But I am so joyous that I have become part of that and that I am in the same movement sharing the messages because you're right. And certainly, like I said, you share it so eloquently every single week and today on the radio show. And I share it just like the New York Italian that's in me. And we're going to get down in the dirt in the street and get this uh, spirituality going and awakened within everybody. But for the weekend, and thank you again, Temple, but this is what I want. Temple gave us um, an idea, gave me an idea of what I want you to do this week with your desire statement that you wrote the first week. Remember that desire statement that you have. Now I want you to make a list this week of every negative feeling 
that has come up about the desire statement. I want you to face it. I don't want you to hide it. So if you have doubts and disbeliefs, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. I don't know how I'm going to get that job. And it hasn't worked before that I had a good relationship. So why am I going to get a good relationship now? Whatever it is, acknowledge it because it's in there to start with. And the only way to heal these things that are negative within you is first acknowledging them. That's what all my work is about is realizing it is not the negative feeling itself that stops you. It's by repressing it, suppressing it, using defense mechanisms to push it aside. That's the actual block because those are the things that keep you from seeing what you're really believing about yourself. So I want you to be aware of all your doubts this week. Just jot them down briefly. Just make them and take a look at them and see why and how you get in your own way. So remember, each week, repeat your desire statement. Say it out loud. Say it with feeling. Temple said it so well. You have to feel what it is that you have wanted and and so focus on that and then jot down the things that seem to be getting in the way well i am your host vincent Janet. thank you again temple hayes for joining us thank you all out there unity radio and don't forget to listen to temple in a couple of hours and dr dream kelly walden sullivan is on next and diane ray is after temple so please join us on unity radio where you can learn to agree with your dream allow it to happen and observe how it unfolds for you everybody take care have a fabulous week see you next week thank you and god bless thank you for listening to unity online radio the voice of an awakening world I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.